Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast. And we get the back view of him, and I mean, it's just a mega. 52 yards is a long shot. Uh, Magnum P.I., what yeah. we named him. No idea. Just but, a magnum. Yeah, just a magnum. Come on, Cam Ashi. We, we said probably 150, mid 150. Yeah. Same Doe from the morning come out with that nine pointer. Here, here steps out this 90 inch eight pointer. Like, <laughs> yeah. Ah. I'm like, okay, well, there's still a buck back there crutting. Yeah. And then out steps like another 90 inch eight yeah. pointer. I'm like, oh, all right. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> I'm like deer right there. Yeah, like, and he's 30 already yards. thirty yards. Yeah, he he was literally five yards from the base of the tree. Could have been had a buck down at one forty in the afternoon, back there deep on public. Three does come out pretty early. It was like 245, 24 yards shot. Sent the combat veteran, and I tell you what, man, dude, it just smoked. We always get so jacked up when the other person kills. It's just almost like we got it done. Yeah. And when you kill that doe, I was like, hell yeah, man. And we come down here to Missouri. My ass called me one more time. I'm like, is it a good buck? And he goes, yeah, real good, solid buck. I'm like, all right, boom. <laughs> and the deer just drops. Sure, super special to me. Whitetail Legacy Podcast, bringing you back to the hunt and leaving a legacy. Baller rut. This is the Whitetail Legacy Podcast coming at you in your ear holes, and we're going to talk a little BS, whitetail, public land, um, a little bit of everything, trail cams. We're catching up with our buddy Cameron and Cody Slyke. Um, Cameron is leaving the public land this year alone a little bit and going out on public, um, surprisingly. <laughs> you said Public on both. Oh, he's leaving the private there and going go. to the public. It's like 11 o'clock at night, you know, <laughs> normal white tail leggy podcast, barely getting by style. 
Why tail leggy? Right. <laughs> this is gold. Gold. Straight this gold. Straight gold. All right. Let's get into the people that make this possible. Get into this podcast so you can stop listening to me. Just murder this. All right. Get into VIP. Uh, the VIP veteran broadhead. If you guys haven't known or heard yet, the veteran is 35 bucks this year if you want to get into that. Um, I just seen a post tonight, a guy shooting 60 yards, and he was just blown away by the accuracy that it was throwing. So something great about the combat and the veteran, straight out of the box, field point accurate. Do you have the VIP veteran shout-out? Yeah, this week's shout-out is going to be Hank Randolph. And uh, just like a couple episodes ago, we were kind of shying away from a group in the seven branches. So uh, this week's shout-out is going to be from the Coast Guard. And uh, Hank was in the Coast Guard for 22 years, so um, that's kind of a branch that goes kind of unnoticed, and uh, we wanted to bring back to the light of the program here. So, um, Hank, we appreciate your service. Everybody here from the Whitetail Legacy family and the VIP family as well. All right, ECW calls all your custom calls, needs, EmoryCustomWoodworking.com. Start out with the Buck Book. Um, you guys heard us talk about it the last couple episodes, uh, buckbook.com. I got on the website, super cool. One thing I really liked about it was the fact that I could get on there, look at a bunch of trail cam pictures with people. So what I did is I'd look at the picture and then I would guess an age of what I thought it was. And then I'd go through the comments, look at people, what was commenting. And a lot of people were commenting and then giving a reason why, or maybe, you know, sway back or thick body, you know, thick neck different time of the year so it's cool just to like check myself you know what i mean so i got on there scrolled around really enjoying it um i'm gonna get on the expert page here soon check that out and uh, be able to give you guys a little bit more intel about that but go ahead another company helping out the legacy crew here um letting us spread our wings a little bit and uh running some ad forms check out buckbook.com you have the Exodus Trail Cam Tip of the Week. Yeah, so this year we kind of switched up and uh, we started running the Energizer Industrial Batteries. Um, we're just going to kind of do a late summer report on them. Um, these batteries have been rock solid for pictures. I mean, we're still running, you know, probably 4,000 picks deep and we're still holding at 85% on most cams. Um, however... We do have some lift 2s running on video mode, and uh, we're getting about 600 to 650 videos per set of these industrial batteries. So uh, as far as we go in the summertime, you know, not very conducive to run <laughs> these industrials on video mode um, on these Exodus cams, but um, we have got some of these cams now with the lithiums installed, and uh, curious to see how these lithiums do compared to the industrials on the video mode but we know uh the picture mode if you just had you know 16 cams or 16 batteries set aside per cam you'd be able to do from fourth of july probably through december at least so um still a work in progress but so far these industrials on picture mode with three shot burst rock solid doing pretty solid so yep we'll get back to you on how the lithiums do kind of compare and contrast and yeah. go from there ingram's outdoor obsession all your taxidermy needs if you guys are local he's right out of oneida outdoors if you're looking this year to get that mega buck mounter that you're gonna shoot i got faith in you bro you're gonna get it done yes take him up there he's gonna treat you right 
Do you have Last Breath TV this week? Yeah, so Last Breath has been rolling out this new mini-series, I guess if you want to call it, um, composed of 12 years of trail camera data that has led to killing some of the biggest bucks that they've had. And um, it's them breaking down how they've used trail cameras to harvest some of their best deer. And um, they're, the videos are really short, but they're so informational. And uh, they're rolling these videos out on Sunday and... You know, you guys can catch them, watch them, and, you know, I guarantee you're going to learn something. So I know I have from the, you know, six or seven that they've had out so far. And uh, I just look forward to the next Sunday so I can hopefully learn something and uh, apply it to how we are running our cameras. And that's on their their YouTube and Moultrie's also. So it's on Last Breath TV on YouTube and Moultrie Products on YouTube also. So but you can check them both places. If you haven't subscribed to these guys, go ahead and subscribe. Give them a like on Facebook, Instagram. A lot of our followers are always already follow Last Breath, and there's good reason, man. These guys, yeah, our film game is about point two on the level <laughs> ten, and they're about a nine. You know what I mean? Yeah. So these guys lay it down, top of the line, every time. All right, let's get into the show. All right, guys, we got Cody Slyke. And Cameron, return guest on. How you guys doing tonight? Good. Great, man. Man, we've been cracking up for the last 30 minutes before <laughs> we even recorded. We should have just recorded all that and released it. Oh, there'd be some people probably upset not. out there. <laughs> that would probably not be good. Yeah, probably not be good. But, yeah, that's that's the best. The 30 minutes before and after the podcast are the most solid. A guy should just literally... Right when I call up, hey man, what's up? We're live. <laughs> Get ready, ripping. But we appreciate you coming on, man. We're gonna do a little BS, a little public land talk, a little about what you got going on this year. Um, we've had you on. This will be the third season for the podcast. Well, I mean, we started late one the first year, but anyways, wanted to have you on again before season here. Um, you're out there consistently getting it done on big deer and. Uh, you're switching it up this year, so I want to kind of dive into a little bit of what you got going on and what you're seeing, and and uh, glad you come on. Yeah, for sure, man. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, and thanks, Cody, for coming on. Uh, nice meeting you tonight, man. Seems like you're right up our alley, a guy we like to hang out with, just talking to the last 30 minutes here and ripping and cutting. But uh, go ahead and introduce yourself to the listeners. Um, if they don't know, uh, Cam- Cameron's been on here two other times um, when he was – uh, when he was chasing Papa and then when he killed him, after when he killed him. So um, go ahead and introduce him anyways, but if you guys want to go back and listen to those episodes, pretty solid episodes. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, my name's Cameron, and I, uh, just, I'm just i pretty much obsessed with deer. <laughs> uh, I uh, pretty much get to spend every day of my life chasing them, which is, I'm, I'm, I'm very lucky to uh, do that, but... Uh, in the meantime, I end up meeting Big Cody, and uh, now we're chasing pretty much all public land deer uh, in our in our uh, home state. But uh, I'll let I'll let uh, Cody talk. Yes, I'm Cody Slyke. Uh, I've been deer hunting my pretty much my entire life. I got into it real young. Uh, you know, I grew up in a hunting family and this and that, but. Uh, Cameron and I uh, hooked up this year and whatever and started hanging out and um, you know I never thought he never thought he'd uh, 
want to come back out scouting some public land with me, but he's he's uh, been hitting me up ever since first first day we went out. So, um, yeah, man, me and him's uh, hooked up. We got our mindsets are uh, are uh, a lot alike. So, why well, just keep hitting you up? Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like most dudes are like, yeah, let's go out and hit public. And like you go out and walk the first like eight, eight to ten mile a day, and they're like, yeah, fuck this. Yeah, I, I was fully expecting Cameron to give up on me, but but he stuck with me the whole time. So. Hey, Cody's hey Cody's in shape, bro. Cody's got a six pack, and my biscuit gravy eating ass can out walk <laughs> him all over the hills, boys. I was going to say, just like, th- that's the thing here with Cody and I, like, man, there's not very many people that we know that'll just go out there and do what we do, you know what I mean? And um, and then you just add in the way that we hunt and we kind of approach things about deer hunting and um, you got to have a guy that's like that, you know? Especially like, I mean, if Cody wants to go hunt on the wrong wind or something, like, I mean, it's his hunt. He he can do whatever he wants to do, but um, for the most part, like, we both are pretty safe to a point, you know what I mean? And um, it's just good to have that mindset and have somebody with you that you can really just bounce ideas off of and somebody who thinks like you. Yeah, I mean, and... uh I mean that's 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 the main thing is having somebody to do it with because I mean you can do it all, all I mean we both done it or you know pretty much all by ourselves but it just kind of gets boring and I mean if you start really breaking down you know seven seven to eight pieces you need you know more than more than just you you know um, and when you and it's rare to find somebody with the same you know with the same you know that actually thinks the same and actually actually you know walks into these properties and actually looks at the same areas and so on so on so when you when you find that you just kind of got to you know kind of run you know run with it and cody has permission to like eight thousand acres of private i have permission to like 7500 so we can hunt private look it's just like we just both wanted wanted to challenge ourselves and cody's been hunting public for like two or like two or three years uh you know often off and on, he actually shot his buck early last year and just hunted all season just to see how many bucks he could he could actually see. Wow, that's pretty sweet. Which which he regretted two weeks later when he sent me a video <laughs> like, "What was I thinking?" <laughs> oh, that would be the worst. You shoot a solid buck and then like one seventy comes by, you're like, ah. <laughs> I just, I just think it's hard to get uh, someone else with the the same passion or the same the same. Uh, thought process you have about deer hunting but it's it's nice to get out with Cameron and get a little different perspective from someone that that uh shares the same passion and is passionate about as you are yeah so. I, I mean I'm not saying Cody and I think the same about everything but you know it's we're we're pretty aligned on a lot of stuff and I mean, there's only so many people that are going to put up with Cody be like, ah, yeah, we'll just go, you see that tree right there? And then you get to that tree and be like, ah, yeah, we, I, man, that right there looks like a little clearing. And I mean, there's only so many people that are going to go that extra three three ridges over. And um, But just like you said, man, not a lot of people are just like super deep into it. I mean, there's a few guys around here. But to be just fully entrenched is... And that, that's one thing we like about this show. Like, we talk to uh, 
Ryan Glitzky, like that guy is just full send and um it's cool to be able to talk to people like that and that's one thing that's awesome about having a podcast. Yeah. Well I mean another huge thing that plays into it, especially when you go public, is just trust. Um you're gonna you're gonna meet a lot of guys that hunt the same public land as you and probably are 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 pretty good hunters. But to trust them enough to run cameras with them and scout the same areas as them and every like you know, you guys know it's a, you know, it's pretty cutthroat out there, you know? Yeah, and, it, it can be. It can be for sure. You know, and especially, like, you know, especially when you just meet somebody and then you're like, hey, you know, whatever, let's, let's go and scout. But, like, it's it's nice. It's a, it's a nice break for me from hunting private all this time to just be, like, you know, not having a target deer and just going out and, like, we just have a bunch of really good deer and I'll be just excited if Cody shoots, you know, any, like any of those bucks. Like we don't really have targets. We're just going out and hunt, you know? One thing that I found out it also helps with is like, you get this picture of a really nice deer. You at least get to send it to somebody. Like you just got to send that pick out. You know what I mean? You can't be sending it to just anybody. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Like you need to, you know, you just don't want to send it because it's on public, but like, it at least alleviates some of that pressure of just like, oh, man, I got this giant. I just got to tell somebody. But I at least get to send it to Cody because, I mean, he needs the intel and, you know, brainstorm in his brain. But it kind of alleviates well, I that. Mean, I mean, now, I mean, nowadays there's so, there's so many people hunting public that, like, if you have one wrong thing in your video, like, people know exactly, like, like the exact ridge you're on. Yeah. yeah. So it's like. Public's cool, man. Shoot everything tight. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's like, but like me, like I, you know, and, and Cody's the same way. Like we, we kind of enjoy the challenge of that. You know, it's, uh, it's not, like, that's almost as fun as just hunting, as just hunting deer. Yeah. yeah. I like, enjoy how, the challenge how, and I also like to just hunt where the biggest deer are. Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Our biggest deer on public straight up. So. Dude, honestly, I mean, I, I said it, man. Like, we, I have, like, I don't know about Cody, but, like, I've hunted private for, in, in at least my, my home state for a long time, and I have more big deer now on camera on public than I ever had on, on, on private. Yeah, we got, we have more big deer on public, too, almost every year, consistently. Um, the year I, that, the year I, that I had the biggest, I had freeze. I didn't hunt private one time that year. Or public, really? I mean, when I had freeze, I didn't hunt public one time that year. Wow. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to agree with Cameron that we got we got a lot of big deer on public, but I don't I don't know so much that it's that it's public land or that's just a pure volume of cameras we're running right now, you know. Yeah, like yeah, you guys are running ass. The volume. <laughs> you guys yeah, are I mean, but like, but you know, but you also know how I am on private. Like that's just that's just me. Yeah, yeah. you got to get that intel, like, man. It's key. I mean, people, you know, people. People's like, well, I, you know, I, I don't run cameras on public level, but like, I need to know if I'm, if I'm, if I'm wasting time or. Because first off, I'm, 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 I'm guiding hunts at least two to two to three, two to three weeks every single month, so I have about a week to hunt, so I'm not into wasting time, especially when I'm on public. And luckily, I have the first sixteen days off off of guiding this once season opens up. Uh, back uh, home, so I'll have 16 days to hunt, and like I'll chase 16 different 
different bucks. Every evening I'll go after a uh, different one. Nice. Yeah, it's nice it's when you, you that target rich, you know what I mean? You got yeah. all that ground yep. bounce around and, and scouted it all and put the trail cams up to find these deer. Yeah, I mean, and also, like, I've come, I mean, I've definitely lowered my standards from being from private to public, but, like, and also trad. So, you know, if it's a four-year-old, 140-inch deer, I'm I'm definitely pumping. Yeah, so am I. Public, public <laughs> yeah. private, compound, gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. All for the sure. love, yeah. I'm, I'm in the killing, the killing part. Not the watching. Yeah, I mean, and literally, like that's, that's what I tell everybody. Like, when you're 80 years old, like, hopefully we all we all make it to 80. But when you, but when you're 80 and you're just sitting there staring at your wall, and everybody's like, "Man, you kill a lot of big old deer." None of them care how how you kill them. Like, as, I mean, as long as they're like you know done right, you know. But if you shot them with a gun, you shot them with a bow, you shot them with a crossbow. You, I mean, I don't care how you kill them, but they're dead and you killed them, and that's that. When you yeah. got 40 deer on the wall, nobody's going to look at that 120 you got mounted right. and be like, oh, what the <laughs> hell? Yeah. No, they would be like, holy shit, 40 deer on the yeah. wall. Yeah. Like, dude, you could have 40, 125-inch deer and people would be like, dude, this dude's a killer. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Consistency, man. You got to think, I, I'm, so, I'm 28. Really? For I may, I might, like, if I get lucky... I might have 50 more seasons in me. 58. Or I'd be yeah. 78. Yeah, you'd be 78. Oh, you know what I mean? And that's 50 seasons. So that could potentially be 100 deer. Maybe. Got really um, wheeling you out in the wheelchair, bro. 100 bucks. 100 four points. 100 <laughs> Bro, if I'm out there, if I'm out there at 78... <laughs> I'm ripping something. I don't give a shit what it is. Oh, Any antlers down. Any antlers down. Yeah. Then I'm having my great grandkid I mean, drag that bitch if out. I'm yeah. If I'm 78, I'm, li- I'm probably living on borrowed time. So I'm shooting anything that yeah. wants Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm shooting the closest thing to the truck because I'm not going to be able to lift that thing in there. <laughs> I don't even care if it's a raccoon. Yeah. I mean, well, whatever. At that point, you know what I mean? I mean, if you go to jail, it'd be better than the nursing home. So, shit. <laughs> Yeah. Be a lot more exciting in the prison than it would be in in the nursing home. I, mean, I guarantee you that. You know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's one thing that's about hunting the red coon seasons, right? Yeah, coon season, right there, right on the edge, man. <laughs> Get your small games permit. You're good to go. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I definitely the the. the Picks that you've been sending me off public are insane. Like, I don't, we don't, we, we probably have two deer maybe the size of your like second biggest. <laughs> yeah, we're you're definitely we're on some decent deer this year. Um, so far, last year we were on really good deer. Um, we'll see how it plays out. Hopefully, it plays <laughs> out good, but uh, I'm not sure. Um, I think you're definitely. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not worried. About yeah, I mean, I, I guess. I, I wish, I wish, I wish, homie would just go ahead and fucking jump that fence so he could actually shoot him a knife. Yeah, 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 that's what I need to do. Yeah, you just need to just. I gotta figure out the key code. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him, I'm gonna give him the keypad code this year and let him get in there. He'll probably there kill, kill a 180 out there. I mean, hell, I mean, if I was in by now, I would have already dug a hole like under. The- <laughs> 
I got I got semen all the way around. If I don't here. get in, I'll give you the coordinates. I at least got that. Yeah, yeah. He's been he's been yeah. in the fence. He's just filming me kill deer. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, yeah. Garbage. I well, I mean, I think I think it's I think it's I think it's your turn to just video all all season. <laughs> hey. It's fifty fifty over here. I would say video to a double 50/50. buck. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Jesus. Well, like so, me, so, so me and me and Cody are both killers. So we're we're just like, yeah, we're just gonna self film. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame you guys, dude. We've talked about that, yeah. but I just I want to be there when homie kills. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of cool, but like the way that we're that we're gonna do, it, we'll, we'll be in like the same area. So like, I I don't care if he shoots at five thirty. I'll just go ahead like probably just go and like go and like help him you know it's just because uh, that's way cooler than me shooting a deer oh yeah i want that i want the footage to be so crispy and clean and right. just like, perfect like, you know what i mean that's what i'm shooting for i want that like I, like it's almost to the point like if he told me he shot one i'd be like stay in your tree and i'd go out of my way to walk all the way around so i didn't just stumble on him yeah oh, yeah. yeah and i would walk all the way around and be like all right well all right Let's let's go and film it. Like that's much more. Like that that means much more than me just like saying, "Well, I'm I'm gonna hunt till dark." <laughs> you know? Yeah, I wanna I wanna film that, and it looks so good. And in 40 years, when his grandkid looks at that, he's like, "Shit, that's pretty good quality, Grandpa." You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my right? buddy filmed this shit way back in the day. Yeah, like, yeah bro, it yeah, was 4K, but we're at 36K now. Yeah, I mean, it's 4K, high. But it, yeah, it was a 40K, <laughs> but it was it's decent. You Garb. know. Yeah. Hey, Cameron. I mean, but, I mean, you know, but hey, but like, it, it might not be that bad because remember, like, back in '99, we all thought by like 2020 that all of our cars would like not have wheels and just be floating. So. Right, right. Yeah. So, uh, what what are your thoughts on like your buddy calling you and saying, "Hey, I just shot our number one target buck on the property," and you're like, "Okay, well, there's kind of like no point in me still hunting." So you just get down like probably a half hour before the end of shooting light. And I mean, you get over there and you know, they're all jacked up. Like, Oh yeah, shit. The number one's down. You go out there, you check out the deer and it's like, not that deer. I mean, it's like number is, six. Is that, is, yeah. Is that still, is that still cool? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Hey, lunch him, boy. I mean, I, I think, I think it's just all about, uh, how you feel in the moment. I mean, dude, I shot a 120 last year and got jacked. I shot a 108 I mean, I offer, and was jacked. I, 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 I mean, I, I, I mean, know, I know Cameron is for sure. And I know I, I feel like I am, but we're, we're experienced enough hunters to realize what deer's walking in before we shoot it. Yeah, I mean, and like last year, like I shot, I shot that 120 like on like October, like it was like it was early. Yeah, but it was just like, dude, like I had more fun on that hunt than I've had for a long time because like, like I've taken my my target deer so serious and stressed myself out for season after season for like the last three seasons. It was just fun to go punch that, and then I I still followed up with shooting my 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 target butt, but it was just fun for that moment in time just to go out and have fun and like that 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 hundred twenty inch deer like meant the world. Yeah, just hunt, not focus on one yeah. deer you know what i mean right right you just going out like it was literally a hang and bang hunt he was the seventh year i've seen and it was like five thirty. in broad daylight like punchy yeah <laughs> see we're a two buck state so that's how all of our we're, we're targeting one deer but if a good one walks by it's 
it's done. You know what I mean? So oh, for sure. So for sure. we're blessed I mean, there. You know, I, I see so many young like these these younger guys like they'll shoot one hundred like one hundred like hundred fifty inch deer and then they'll spend the next three years passing hundred and fifties, hundred and sixties and like trying to shoot a booner and I'm like, You guys just need to start stacking some bone. Just shoot deer, man. Yeah. You know. You're 22 years old and you shot one hundred fifteenth year. Now you're waiting for a booner. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I hunted for a long time before I even seen a booner. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You know? And I mean that exactly what you said is something that I am super passionate about. I started off my bow hunting career exactly like that, not for a booner, but for like you know probably a 140 to just walk by you. You're out there bow hunting October seventh, bro. Like. What you're the way you're hunting is not c- gonna produce the, the results that you're expecting, and yeah. you know it's just part of the bow hunting curve and learning the deer throughout the year. But you need to go full draw on some some bucks, regardless of the size, and you need to shoot them deer, and because shit's gonna happen, shit's gonna go wrong. You're gonna give. You're gonna be more excited than you thought you would be on a you know, hundred inch eight pointer basket rack deer, just because you've never done it before. And like that's part of the curve that, um, I didn't have that I wish I, I probably need to start elaborating a little bit more on on the podcast because it's something that I'm big on. Is like, just like you said, Cameron, you need to get some bone down with a bow because it is way different than going out there with yeah, I mean, with your dad opening day of gun season, whatever gun you're taking. Yeah. It's way different yeah. being out there October 10th and you got uh, a basket 80 coming in, you know what I mean? I mean, you shot a 156, you know, with the gun, and that was like I your mean, second buck, you know what I mean? Yeah. So then you're like, oh, I'm just going to shoot something bigger than that with a bow. Or, you know, and then now you're passing deer. And now I'm passing solid 130s at the, the, 20 the yards. And it's looking back now, it's just like, man, dude, I could have had yeah. another eight deer on the wall. Yeah, the, the time to uh, learn how to kill a big deer isn't when it's standing in front of you, that's for sure. Yeah, that's no shit. I went, that's why I lost that one. Never experienced, you know, deer that big. and Boom. Ugh. Yeah. You draw back well, on I'm, a giant, it, it'd jack you up. Right. Yeah, I'm just all about you know uh, enjoying each experience because each each situation you come into is going to be 100% different. You know, I I shot a a a 190 inch deer and I was jacked, no doubt. But when I, that 170 walked in, the, the very the very next like next year, I li- listen when I saw his rack, I blacked out. Everything just went black. That's how jacked I I I, I was. And it was because of the situation and the buildup. So I feel like each situation on each buck, you need to you need to just kind of go through the motions and just enjoy killing, you know. Uh, because I've never killed two bucks that were the same exact fucking to the T, same motions, you know. Yeah, and I mean, it's not even just like the hunt itself or the preparation going into it. It's the shot. It's the blood trail. It's the circling around, going up and down the hill, going to a place you never thought they would or trying to convince yourself that, you know, this deer didn't do what you think it did. And just being able to learn all that stuff when, you know, it's 
when it's your time to learn. Yeah, I mean, and it's like you can't pick when you when you kill your buck. So if you if you pick one certain buck, which there's nothing wrong with it, you know, I've I've done it. And but when you pick one certain buck, you're not going to be able to pick the exact day you that you that you kill him. You're going to kill him on his terms. And so I feel like in the meantime, you know, in your in your in your younger years, if you're still killing a good buck every year and, and like on a, on a year to year basis and just enjoying each situation for like like what it what it actually is then that's going to make you a better hunter than waiting to shoot a 170 every every three to four seasons yeah for sure guarantee that more bucks on the ground more blood trails more everything gonna make you you, you, definitely a better hunter well let's uh let's transition here i kind of want to know what you guys got going on this year i don't want you to give away any details or where you're hunting or but kind of what what's your game plan and uh i know that you got a little special project going on cameron you released a video for go ahead and go into your game plan for the year then go ahead and touch on that um so uh i went trad this this year um but i mean that's not i don't look at that as like a a a step back really because i've i've shot a lot so but the biggest setback is I went 100% public in my home state. Now, me and Cody both are hunting out-of-state bucks on 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 private land, and we're going to try to get that first the first week of season to kill two two velvet bucks. But that's on private. But back home in our in our home state, we went 100% public, and um, just kind of focused on that. Really, I mean, we've been focused on that since probably January. And, um, pretty much turkey, like we turkey hunted all this public land, but we pretty much were scouting, <laughs> you know? Um, and we scouted until now, uh, we got a bunch, a bunch of, a bunch of cameras out on, on multiple pieces. And that's pretty much what, what we're focused on right, right now. Nice. Yeah. I know that you would mean you had messaged a little bit and. You said that you weren't for sure on your private piece, and you're like, I'm just going to go public. And, you know, you always know that that's there, so that's always good. You know what I mean? it ain't Once you learn it, more than likely next year, someone ain't going to come in and lease it out. You know what I mean? The state's going to have it. Right. So it's nice to, to have that public in your back pocket as, a you know, even if it isn't your plan A, maybe it's plan C, you know what I mean? But at least you still know it. You still know where the bucks like to frequent and uh you know if it is your plan a like that's our plan a we're going to focus mostly on public this year also but we do have two other public or private pieces and if bucks start daylight in there we're going to be there you know what i mean so um but it's nice to have those other options and that public ground you don't have to worry about someone's brother deciding that they want a deer hunt because you shot a giant on it or something like that you know what i mean so that's always real nice Right, and it, you know, and it's uh, it, it's kind of nice to like break up that like. There's such a vibe that like that like goes on about like public versus 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 private, and it's just like, it like that's that's kind of a that's kind of a garbage like, uh, way to like look kind of look at things because honestly, like we've we have a ton of miles on public, and we're in some great areas. We got a lot of great bucks, and we've ran into like what. 
three, maybe three, three cameras. Yeah. And we're, we're pretty observant. You know, we, we're, we're, we're looking high, we're, we're looking low, we're, you know, and it's nobody out there, man. If, if we get busted by a camera, you got a good setup. <laughs> I, I feel the same way. I don't know why. I feel like it, during the rut, it's a little busy, you know what I mean? But like right now, there's no one. There's no one out there. We haven't found. We what did we found one cam. Yeah. And we've ran into two hunters that were gonna hang a cam, but they said it was too thick. Yep. And backed up. <laughs> and we had just come from <laughs> so deep. We're coming God. out of there, cockaburs, bleeding, sweating. They're like, "Yeah, it's too. We're not gonna go back there. It's too thick." <laughs> I'm like, "Perfect. Stay out of there." Um. But yeah, I mean, people were like, "Oh, privates really pressured, blah blah blah." And I feel like Michigan, PA, where there's a lot of hunters, yeah. But Ohio, where there's a lot of public, Illinois, where there's a lot of public, I feel like a lot of people have their private piece and they're not hunting public. No. Yeah, but you also got to take into account like we both live in states where you can come and hunt. You know, our public is pounded by like Michigan guys and PA guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll see. That's what I'm saying. During the rut, it gets busy. But right now, yeah. in early October, nobody out there. There might be a few people, yeah, but there's not a lot of people. There, there's nobody in the woods right now. Yeah. So I, you know, maybe a couple hardcore guys out there running around in the woods, but we we haven't ran into anybody. Yeah, we, we run into people calling canoes and shit in. You know what I mean? That's fishing. That's we all, that's all we, we see. You know, we don't see anybody deer hunting prepping for deer hunting or anything just like and there's no new stands the stands that are there been there for three years we don't know if people hunt them or not we pretty much know everybody that hunts this public you know and i haven't seen one person there I haven't seen a truck no cams and if you hear a lot of podcasts i don't know if people chalk it up to you know i can't i can't vouch for other states you know what i mean but I know for around us, people are always like, oh, super high pressure, a lot of, lot of people, you know. And the deer do act different on the public. I know that. From our private to our public, the deer do act a little different. They are looking up. We get busted a lot more on public. Um, but we're not seeing super heavy pressure. During the rut, we had 200 within 250 yards of us, though. You know what I mean? So during the rut, we're seeing the pressure, but... If you can find them in October, which we're trying to do this year, I feel like you could hunt. We could hunt most of October and never really run into anybody, don't you think, homie? I I totally agree. You know, when we get later October, there's a one guy that hunts on the east side of that main public mm-hmm. that you talk to. That's the only person we've seen out there all last year in October. Yep. You know what I mean? And then everybody else is waiting for that that you know late October, November. You know what I mean? So. Well, that's that's pretty much our our, our goal is to get it done the first 15, 15 to twenty days of season. Yeah, that's what and, we feel like. If we can get it done that time frame, that's why we're putting all our eggs in on this one buck. Not all of our eggs, but a lot of our eggs. A lot, yeah. And uh, if we can kill him early October, then we know that he's not going to transition where these other guys are hunting, and he's not going to get killed by anybody. Because no one knows where he's at. No one's put in the work to find where he's at besides us, you know? Yeah. And that's kind of how, how we feel about, like, 
the amount the the amount of bucks that we're seeing that we we would shoot like we just know there's nobody in there just like stomping around you know it's I feel I feel like uh, we probably are in the clear for the most part as far as hunting pressure goes up to guns honestly. Yeah, I can see that. See, we you can't gun hunt any of our public, so it's it's bow only. You know what I mean? So it's, and then we're hunting like there's one spot that it's like I I've lived here for six years. I didn't even know I could bow hunt it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So anybody that's from out of state has no chance, and then anybody that lives around here doesn't know, and then you have to have a special permit to do it, and then it's per special hour. It's ridiculous. You know what I mean? But I know there's gonna be no one out there, you know. You know what I mean. So that's like our plan D. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing about us. Like we, I mean, I'm not running any private camera now. Alex, I let Alex have full full run of my of my private. Like I get, you know, the same private that I've shot my last my last four four bucks off of, and. I was like, look, there's one deer I don't I don't want you to shoot. He's four years old and he's an absolute slammer. Like and Alex is like a dude that I'm not worried about it. Like if that deer walked under him, he would he would like send me a video, you know. But outside of that, dude, like I told him I was like, you can shoot any any other deer you want. So, I mean, I'm not running any any private cameras, but I, I say that but I, I kinda am because Alex is kinda showing me. So but we pretty much our, our plan A, B, C, and D is public. <laughs> I mean, it's but we've we've scouted enough public and we're on on enough different pieces and got set up for October and November that we're like I'm I'm full I'm fully confident, yeah. But yeah, I, mean, I know you guys are. I know you. I follow your Instagram. I know you guys are out there putting in the work. That's for sure. There's not I mean, really, it's, really a day that you're not pulling cans. It seems yeah. like it's. Uh, I don't the the. And here's the thing: like, what's helping us the most is the vault is like the volume of cans. Yeah. Yeah, I was uh, just, I was just telling Cody I was like, by the time they pull the from the first cam to the last cam, it's time to check the first cam again. Yeah, we don't so. We, we kind of break it up in, like, uh, course, put put it this way. We have enough cameras out that every Wednesday me and Cody meet up, or at least Cody goes out by himself or I go out, and we we can go check different different cameras every every week, and we're, like, a, a month and a half out from, like, checking. Jeez. But we've, you know, we've been putting cameras out since, like, January. And a lot of these spots we know are not going to produce deer until October, you know, during, during you know, once once pre-rut and rut start. But a lot of these spots, like, I mean, it's it's kind of, it's, it's, it's kind of crazy. We have like, th like three to four shooters and on a, on a, on a single camera. And it's like, dude, I don't have three to four shooters on a single camera on private. <laughs> You know. Yeah, one thing you said there is, you know, you're not expecting deer to be on cam until, you know, the pre-rut, rut, you know, 
after them scrapes start getting fired up. And that's one thing that Cody and I have really learned and kind of just preached to each other of like, okay, when we do hang a cam, what are your expectations for this? How long are you wanting to leave it here? What intel are we trying to learn? And because, I mean, we have cams out now that we already know. Mid to late October, just like you said, it's not going to be until then when we get deer, but let's just get one up and get it out here just for, you know, intel to, to learn to see. I mean, and then also stuff, you know, slightly changes from year to year. You never know. And then you might have one slipping up earlier or something. But, you know, just having that mindset of what you're expecting out of that cam. And, um, you know, if you're not expecting it till October, then you have no reason to move it. And I think that's one thing that's really helped us is just putting them cams back on them, you know, in them same spots, hoping to get that intel over and over and over again. Because if you can get two to three years of intel like that, then you know for sure, like, okay, October 28th, I can come in here and hunt, and I'm probably going to see a good buck transitioning back here to where he's going to rut or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I mean, this is really our first year diving in the public uh, real hard, so we don't we don't really have that intel, but um, there's a lot of spots that are obvious that are hot at certain times and spots that aren't. So, I mean, the the, the cameras we're picking up the bucks on now aren't necessarily where um, all the buck signs at. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, like you know how how far these bucks transition throughout the year with you guys having you know the volume and the amount of cams that you guys have out. That's going to be pretty cool to see. Yeah, that, you know um, we guys. We got several cameras out in the same area within, I'd say, within a square uh, square mile. So it it'll be kind of interesting to see how they how they um, or where they when and where they show up in that uh, in that particular section where, where those cameras are. But most of our cameras are spread out so far that we're probably not going to be picking up the same deer. But we do have one particular area that. Um, that you know we we probably can find some uh summer fall pattern type deals on yeah i was gonna say man don't don't rule it out like you know the last two to three years cody and i have both had our mind blown about how far these deer are actually traveling and it's been confirmed through trail cams but man dude two miles ain't shit for these deer Now they're doing that, you know, and yeah, they're doing I mean, that and then yeah. coming back and then doing it again. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It's, it's yeah, crazy. I mean, we, we've, we've got, I mean, if you go from piece to piece, but the, one of the pieces that we got a lot of our shooters on, most of our cameras are in a, um, are kind of in the same area, just um, maybe a couple ridges or a couple hollers uh, apart, but. Um, we have other other cameras on the same property that might be, uh, you know, a mile or half mile or whatever. And it, it'll be curious to see. It'll be uh, curious to see if we pick up any of those bucks on any of those other cameras for sure. Yeah, be so they're all in the same area. It'd be nice to see like how many of them after they shed transition, how many stay, 
get that intel and then you have that intel for next year because if most of the time that buck sheds this year and stays if you're not successful this year then he's more than likely going to do the same thing this year we got a buck called west side and last year he shed velvet and never left he was in the same area so now we're putting quite a bit of eggs in the basket over there thinking okay he's here in velvet he should be here when he sheds i know he's going to roll out in the rut potentially Mm -hmm. but we at least got october you know the first part of October to hunt him. And uh, he's doing the same thing he was last year, but we're just right on top of him this year. We're just making moves, you know, bread trailing him back already. And uh, as long as he don't make a, make a move and we get a cold front in October, that deer is in, in trouble. <clears throat> yeah, well, I think that's the biggest downfall to people is they, they, they're not getting what they want on camera right at that time, so they, they, they kind of pull at the camera. You know, and uh, yeah, especially if you got a buck sign, like good buck sign in an area. I mean, I think it's beneficial to leave the camera up, regardless of what um, it's telling you in September. You know, if if you got big rubs and stuff coming out of an area, at some point bucks are coming through there, so you might as well leave the camera up through October and November, and, and uh, actually get that timing of when the bucks are coming through there. Yeah, it's something, you know, it's hard to learn, but, man, dude, when it pays off and then say you go in the next year and hang and hunt because you have that intel from the previous year and it pays off, like, I mean, that's all it takes yeah. is to just learn how to leave a cam alone. Well, I mean, people, most people, I feel like, aren't thinking about next year and the in the year after that, you know. Uh, they're thinking about what's on camera now, what, what they can actually hunt now. Yeah, and, and, uh, I mean, one thing that we kind of do also is, even though we know that this camera is not going to be good until at least season comes in, you know, the first week or so of October, but we're out there kind of monitoring the hunting pressure or, the, you know, the scouting pressure, whatever you want to call it, just human intrusion other than us, trying to see if anybody's out in the area. Yeah, we got, we had one... For three cams, one hunter on every single one of them. Yep. For the last month and a half. So. And I already knew I before we checked cams that that guy was on there. Yeah. So I mean that there's been one guy back there in a month and a half, scouting or we, hang cams. We seriously, we seriously haven't got a single picture of a, of a, another person, and we're running a crap load of cams. I got one cam. <laughs> yeah, that one is. Sick. That I probably have thirty. 35 different people on and uh, wow. yeah and no hunters all fishermen <laughs> dude there's some yeah, radical we- fishermen there's people dragging kayaks and shit a long ways i got this one what? picture I, I wish i knew the guy because i'd shake his hand <laughs> he's got his fishing gear over his shoulder he's no got his shirt off they had cut off shorts on i didn't see it he had oh he had shorts he had shorts on yeah no shirt drinking a tall boy bush light <laughs> with sunglasses on right in front of my camera and hell yeah and I'm like does this dude not see my camera or is he posing for my camera right yeah, now nips were gleaming in the sun <laughs> glistening he doesn't he doesn't hike to like a mile and a half to get back to this fishing hole you know he's sweaty that shit was gleaming and he didn't have a cooler. 
So I guarantee you that bush light was about 90 degrees, and he's just sucking on her. I'm like, this guy is solid. I want to meet this dude. But uh, I think I deleted all the pics off that wild game, too. Yeah, I, I just I just came out the cam and told him I I got caught on the camera yet or uh, two days ago actually yeah like that's yeah. our that's our like big thing like yeah. like bro you got caught on the camera like you're garbage yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah homie homie we got caught on the camera and then yeah. some dude homie was wearing a white tail legacy shirt and they tracked us down oh, they're like God. are you hunting here worst. here and here I'm like ah oh, great bro <laughs> literally. Literally, when when we go out on, on public, like Cody was wearing a freaking Stone Collector T-shirt one day. I'm like, are you really wearing that? <laughs> oh my god! But I was like, anyway, so like, we, to, like we tend to not wear anything with our with our like name or brand or anything. You need to get like a wildflies wild flower survey shirt or some shit <laughs> tree survey guy yeah. this just says tree survey guy not a hunter just fucking wear that everywhere <laughs> yeah, big fluorescent yeah like this guy's not hunting look at him or just have one of those collapsible fishing poles and just carry it around the woods with you i'm looking for oh, yeah. a hidden pond way back in here hidden pond boy yeah i mean and, and it's like i'm like we're in. I mean, I, I felt like we're we, we we like look for cameras. Like, there's times that we probably missed out on deer sign because we're looking for cameras. <laughs> oh yeah, we're you always know? looking for cameras and stand too. We're like, oh, this looks like a pretty good spot. Let's look for cams yeah. and stands. Exactly. And there's no and like, cams. There's no cams. No cams. Nobody runs right, trail cams. Like, I don't know what the heck. So then, so then, so then I start thinking like, well, maybe they're in the spots where you wouldn't think that that they would be. So like, I kind of checked check all those spots out too you know what I'm saying? but i don't know man like you know it's it, it, it's almost become like a, a game to like like literally up we we found our first cam in turkey season we didn't find another camera until like probably a month ago maybe a month and a half and i just, just like, really think that there's not a lot of people that are just 110 percent white tail say yeah that's what i said at the beginning man yeah. just... i mean and, and and the chances of the, of the guy that is 110 percent in being on the same public as, as you probably slim yeah i thought that that before i started podcasting there's just like thousands of dudes like me that just out there that couldn't do anything but white tail and now that i'm finding out there's a few but there's not like an ass load that are just 110 percent they'd rather kill white tail over anything you know what i mean so a lot right, of people yeah, right yeah. now are trying to worried about a mule deer or an elk tag or a bear or something. You know what I mean? They're not thinking about whitetail yeah. at all. Honestly, if I if I shoot two bucks for the tribe this year, I'm I'm gonna go like out out out, out west and just have fun. I just have fun. With it. But, yeah, do some but, radical stuff. Kill a forked horn mule deer. That would be solid. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'll shoot a spike, dude. I'm not even you know. I'll be out there with a with a with a, with a crab bow. If a spike walks in within twenty five yards, then before yeah. before I we mean, started the episode, we were talking about a grand slam, four different states, four <laughs> different forked horns. And when I get old, I'm going for it. When I get done chasing big deer, I'm like, ah, I got enough big deer. I'm going four states, four forked horns. <laughs> trying to stay under 40 inches that's gonna be hard to do with fork horns i'm gonna have to bump it up and then next year be six states six six pointers you know exactly and then i mean 10 states 10 10 pointers that's like a grand slam that's like a no big and, and, and 
my entire mindset is you're not promised tomorrow, so you never know what what might happen. I'm, I might just pump the first six point I see this team. Heck yeah, <laughs> might. Yeah. Whatever makes you happy, man. Send it. Hey, man, it's, you know, and it's and it's kind of, it's kind of like this, like you know, people people get so caught up on like you got to shoot monsters, but like I'm not kidding, dude. I shot that deer last year, literally 120 inch deer. Probably no doubt I should have shot it, but. It was just the. It was probably the most fun hunt I've been on in like a, probably ten years, you know. And it's, it's just that's that's what it's about to me. If you enjoy the entire hunt, and like it means something like to to a to a you or just some some crazy happened and it actually like stands out. Like just shoot it, you know. Yep. Sure. Well, I think that yeah. is that's a perfect way to wrap this up, man. Shoot whatever you want, damn it, with whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you want to pump spikes, pump Heck yeah. All right, man, this is a good episode to get you ready for season. Season is like a week away oh, for yeah, us. Oh, yeah, it's so close. It's so close. Oh I'm God. not even ready. I can, I'm can. i ready, but I'm not ready. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm ready to He's go, on but edge. I'm anxious. Yeah. But this is just a good BS. Talk a little whitetail. Um, next week, we're coming at you. Oh, full on. Hopefully, with what we, what the hell we're gonna do? I don't, <laughs> I don't know what we're gonna do right now, but in a week, I'm gonna know. <laughs> so uh, hopefully, we coming at you next week with uh, what we got planned for this season, what, what our game plan is going, going right off the rip. So the only thing that I can tell you we're gonna do is we're gonna do the right thing. We're gonna leave a legacy, and Whitetail Legacy is out. <laughs>